Hello everyone, it's Charlie and Kay from Pupil Politics and today we're here to discuss unfortunately a very tragic incident that happened recently in politics. Uh, the tragic and brutal uh, murder of MP Sir David Amos last Friday and uh, in that we're also going to be reflecting on the impact and unfortunate prevalence that um, the killing of serving MPs can have on politics in general and how the reactions to his murder have impacted politics. Okay, why don't you start us off and tell us what actually happened? So on the 15th of October, 2021, the MP from South End West was stabbed at Belfast Church in Lee-on-Sea in Essex. He was there for one of his regular Friday meetings with his constituents. At 12.05 on Friday, he walked into the church. A local councillor said that it was then that a man emerged from a small group of waiting constituents and attacked. The suspect is being held at London Police Station under the Terrorism Act 2000. The police have declared it a terrorist incident and it's still unclear why David was targeted. And it's still under investigation. So, Charlie, this isn't a one-off event. It's happened a couple of times before within... Um, the UK's history. Yes, unfortunately, as I was saying, um, particularly at least in the last century, uh, there have been killings related to the Troubles. Uh, so several MPs have been targeted or killed uh, for their stance on, uh, you know, all the conflict that was happening uh, in Northern Ireland during uh, the 20th century. Uh, but the Killing mo in most recent memory that a lot of people will remember is Labour MP Joe Cox, uh, who was killed, who was murdered by a neo-Nazi white supremacist supporter uh, in 2016, just one year after she became an MP, also at a constituency surgery, uh, where she was also meeting with her constituents, as Sir David was. Uh, and... After that, uh, there was really strong call for better security for MPs um, to better protect them because they are public figures. And, you know, especially in politics, where essentially you're always going to have people who oppose what you're doing. Some people will take that to the nth degree and you know, attempt to threaten your life. Um, and so a lot of MPs at the time, and that's been, you know, sort of increased as a result of Sir David Amos's killing as well, uh, they think that MPs should have better protection to ensure that their lives are not endangered just by doing their jobs, doing the work that they're paid to do, that they were elected to do. So before her death, Joe Cox was very involved in campaigning for solutions to the Syrian war and fought for an ethical solution to the conflict. She launched an all-party parliamentary group called Friends of Syria. She was also a supporter of the Labour Friends of Palestine and Middle East. This called for the lifting of the blockade of Gaza Strip. She opposed efforts to boycott divestment and sanctions movement and said it was a gross attack on democratic freedoms. She was a Remainer in the Brexit campaign leading to the referendum in 2016, just before she was tragically murdered. Um. So Sir David was a member of the Conservative Party and although he didn't hold any government positions during his time as an MP, he has been described uh, as an instantly recognisable member of the party uh, because he had been there so long. He was first elected in 1983 as MP for Basildon and 
he campaigned for a number of things, including uh, animal rights. Uh, he received numerous awards throughout his life uh, for his for supporting animal charities and for protecting animal welfare. Um, and one of the major things uh, that he campaigned for was to make South End on Sea, where his constituency is, a city. And in the wake of his death, uh, it was announced that the Queen was going to make South End on Sea. Uh, a city in tribute to him and how long he had campaigned to make it a city, which I think is a fitting tribute to him. So, Kay, we obviously live, you know, in a liberal society where freedom of speech and freedom of expression are valued, but some people take that too far, as we've seen here. So what do you think we can do to uh, support tolerance and respect in a democracy like ours to ensure that things like this horrible, brutal murders don't happen to politicians? I think just a clear understanding that nobody's the same and nobody is raised the same. Nobody is from a same back, the same background as each other. Although things may be similar and you may hold similar views to someone, there's still more than likely going to be disagreements among other people, different senses of religion, culture, and I think just the willingness to not only tolerate, but also to be willing to, you know, share these great things, experience life among other people. You know, tolerance is such an important thing, especially in our society. Um, and, you know, being able to understand other people's different differing opinions. Yes, you may not agree, but also Nobody deserves to lose their life over a simple disagreement, whether that be within politics or within any other area of life. Absolutely. Uh, and I think, you know, this kind of violent extremism, we don't we still don't currently know um, what the particular reason uh, the man who murdered Sir David Amos had for killing him. Um, but, you know, this kind of violent extremism is never the answer, as you said, whether it is a political disagreement or, you know, a moral disagreement or anything like that. Um, and I think that's been shown in the responses of a lot of the um, MPs and members of the royal family who have reacted uh, to Sir David's untimely death. Uh, so many public figures had expressed their attack and condolences to Amos's family. Uh, on the day of his death, uh, in Westminster, flags were lowered half mast, and a vigil was held in his constituency on the day of his death. Uh, Speaker of the House of Commons, Lindsay Hoyle, announced in Parliament that the security of MPs would be reviewed in light of Amos's murder. And on the 21st of October, Home Secretary Priti Patel announced that the terror threat against MPs had been raised from moderate to substantial in light of a review by the Joint Terrorism Analysis Centre which will hopefully mean that there will be better protection in the future for MPs against uh, suspected terrorism. And the day after the attack, Boris Johnson and Keir Starmer laid wreaths at the church hall where Amos was killed, and a minute's silence was observed in the House of Commons on the 18th of October uh, before MPs paid tribute to him. So I think it's clear from the shock and sympathy that's been elicited from both politicians and the royal family and the general public as a result of this attack, it shows uh, that we do have strong values for tolerance and respect. And, you know, although this isn't an isolated incident, we all want to collaborate, we all want to work together, even though in politics you are often against a lot of people. You know, there's an official opposition for a reason, but 
um, that shouldn't escalate, you know, beyond, you know, educated and informed debate. It shouldn't um, turn into something violent where, you know, a serving politician who is there to represent the views of his constituency who elected him uh, is killed. And so I think in the UK, it's really important to remember and the reactions of public figures have been important to this, that we should treasure those values and uphold them, uh, especially in the memory of people like him and Joe Cox, who were murdered just for doing their job. I hope from this that you are able to reflect and understand a little bit more about the reality of becoming an MP, but also the importance of tolerance and just an accepting culture and you know, being able to tolerate differences among people and things. That's all from us at Pupil Politics, but we leave you with the thoughts of Brennan Cox, husband of Joe Cox, when he was interviewed on the BBC Today programme recently. Uh, what it is, is about denying terrorists what they want. They want that division, so let's give them togetherness. They want that infamy, so let's give them um, neglect. Let's not put their uh, their pictures on the front page of, of newspapers. We have to stop playing into the hands and being the inadvertent um, uh, amplifiers of terrorism. And then the, the, the second area of things that we need to do, which I think we can all as individuals um, play a role on, is in strengthening our democratic culture. This was, and the attack on Joe, was an attack on our democracy. And the reason they attack our democracy is it's one of the things in our country that binds us together. It's one of the things that um, is is our is our strengths. And in talking to MPs over over the weekend, and lots of whom are having those doubts, do we continue? Is it worth it? Is it the risk? Is it worth the risk to our family, to our staff, to ourselves? One of the reasons they're having that conversation is not just these attacks. It is the day-to-day -day vitriol, abuse. Um, as well as the threats and intimidation and the violence. And that, I think, that day-to-day -day political culture, that's something that we can all make a difference on.